Some experts are describing biodiversity loss as potentially catastrophic and on a par with climate change. How serious a problem is this? What's being done within the forestry sector? And what's happening in the Nordic region? Welcome to Renewable Future from the Renewable Materials Company, Stora Enso. Before we get into the nitty-gritty of it all, let's just be clear about what we're talking about. What is biodiversity? You can say it's the variety and variability of life on Earth. That's Robert Barry. He works at Store Enso. He's the sustainability manager within Wood Supply Sweden. Often when we speak about biodiversity, we only think about threatened species. It is about that, but it is about uh, ecosystems as well. So both uh, species and ecosystems and how they interact. Over at the Swedish University of Agricultural Sciences is professor in animal ecology, Joachim Yeltein. He has an additional dimension to what biodiversity is. Yeltein points out that it's not just diversity of species, but even diversity of genes within a species. Diversity of genes is important because that gives rise to variation between individuals, which means that some part of the population can adapt to new circumstances, for example, be resistant to pests and pathogens and things like that that might occur suddenly. So therefore it's important not only to sort of preserve biodiversity of species, but also diversity of genes. And the reason we're talking so much about it is because global biodiversity is under threat. Well, forest biodiversity, like uh, like in the global setting, is threatened, of course. And that, depend, uh, to a large extent, uh, depends on the fact that we are using forests quite intensively. And so we are changing the forest ecosystems uh, to a more sort of uh, forest ecosystem with less diversity in, in general in the forest ecosystem. And that also means that there's less sort of uh, space and, and niches for different organisms to live in this, these forests because the forests are losing sort of diversity in, in general. Uh, so in that sense, uh, forest diversity is threatened in, in also in Fennoscandia, even though the situation is much worse in other countries in the, in the world. Perhaps you could put that in perspective there, all right, because on a global level, there's certainly a, big, there's a threat. What, what does the Nordic situation look like in, in comparison then, and, and how serious a concern is it in this part of the world? I mean, it, it's a serious co- concern in the, in the Fennoscandia and the Nordic countries also, but uh, there is a difference between many other countries that we have quite a lot of forest area left. Our forests have not been converted to agricultural land or some other sort of land use. We still have forest. Uh, our problem is more that we have a degradation of, of our forest, that our forest, forests are changing due to the intensive uh, forest management. So it's ma- a more a matter of sort of preserving features and, and functions of forests that benefit uh, biodiversity in the Nordic countries rather than sort of having to replant and start forests from new like in many other areas of the, of the world. So we're losing species or at least numbers are going down. Why is this important? Stora Enso's Robert Barry. 
Uh, from a lot of reasons, of course, but uh, one of them is that um, biodiversity is an important role in providing ecosystem services for us. What do you mean by that ecosystem services? Uh, I can give you some examples. Uh, it is about water regulation, it, uh, it is about uh, oxygen production, pollination, and uh, of course uh, wood production is an uh, ecosystem service. All right, so all of these things are ecosystem services which need to work together in some form. Presumably. Yes, yes. And, yeah. and without certain species or with certain life, there's a risk that one of these won't function, is that correct? Yeah, because uh, they are interacting in, in dif- difficult uh, and complex uh, systems and you cannot uh, know for sure what will happen if, if you reduce the amount of biodiversity. Uh, you can end up in... in in unpredictable consequences. Those unpredictable consequences. We've seen them. Negative effects in our ecosystems and in those ecosystem services. But we've also seen the opposite. Ecosystems that have been negatively affected can be restored. Store Enso's Robert Barry points out how local non-forestry industries were negatively affecting fish species in a region close to one of Store Enso's board mills in Skoghal, Sweden. But measures were put in place. And now? Uh, right now we can see, for example, outside Skoghall uh, where the fish and the water quality is pretty much the same than before we started having our industries there. So if the numbers are going down or even disappear completely from a local area, it's possible to get them back. But if a species disappears completely from the face of the earth, that's it. It's gone for good. So what's being done? And we're looking specifically now at forest areas and the forestry business, and Nordic forests in particular. What's happening here? Store Enso's Robert Barry again. The most important for species struggling in the forest are the lack of dead wood and old trees. And we can see from monitoring the situation that uh, both of those substrates have um, increased uh, during the last years. We try to protect the dead wood in every stage of forestry in order to, to increase the amount of dead wood. And that will support uh, a lot of endangered species uh, tremendously. We um, try to create more dead wood by leaving high stumps when we are doing our cuttings. We also leave old trees with uh, high conservation value and we try to leave um, retention trees to support uh, them and to maintain some trees in all uh, stands. And we even try uh, try to avoid the damages from the machines on the deadwood trunks. Okay, so there you're treading carefully when you're in there. Yes, yes. Okay, okay. And that can be really tricky in some places, but that's our ambition. And how is that work going then? I mean, are we seeing results from that? Uh, Yes, we are. The amount of deadwood have increased over the last uh, years. Joachim Yeltain tends to agree he's seen constant improvements in protecting biodiversity throughout his career. So we are doing quite a lot compared to what we did 20, 30 years ago. Uh, so, uh, but the question is whether or not this is, is enough. And, and of course, it all comes down to the matter of cost. So when it comes to biodiversity conservation, we need to sort of develop cost-efficient measures also for this. Absolutely, but there's obviously another cost, or a, if we don't do this, presumably, then. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, there's a big risk that we will lose species, and, and by that we might also lose ecosystem functioning in that sense that uh, nutrient cycling and all these processes that are really important might not work the way uh, we would like them to, and that would mean that we get can get less uh, sort of different kinds of goods and, and experience out of the forest. But then we also have sort of a moral sort of obligation to try to preserve, of course, species for future generation. And in Sweden, at least, where our two interviewees are based, a big shift occurred about 25 years ago, which affected how the forestry industry managed its forests. Joachim Yeltien. In the Early 90s, there were changes in the Swedish Forestry Act uh, that uh, meant that biodiversity and production of forest product had the same sort of uh, weight in in the Forest uh, Act. uh, And we started taking sort of lots of environmental concern during during forest management, during clear felling and things like that, that we didn't do before that. We just sort of clear felled everything, and which means that the situation today is much better after clear felling. There's better opportunities to species to sort of survive in the, in the clear felled environment and, and the remnants of trees, for example, that we leave. There is still a decline in species, but the rate has slowed down. And now conservationists see that the Swedes, with their growing awareness, have done something to stem the loss of biodiversity. Is it enough? Our experts believe that forest management systems may still need to become even more diversified. First, Stora Enso's Robert Barry, then Professor Yeltein. I think we have to be prepared to that situation. Uh, Not at least uh, since we um, feel that... uh, uh, forests and wood products are the answer to a lot of our problems, such as uh, um, climate change and change from, from fossil-based materials to wood products materials. Yeah, definitely. I think that our knowledge about these, uh, these issues are, are much, much better now. So, so I mean, we know quite well what we need to do, I think. And, and uh, then it's, of, of course, a sort of a matter of biodiversity contra uh, production of forest and economy, of course. So, so it's more of a finding a balance there that is acceptable for everybody. I think we quite well know what is needed to, to preserve biodiversity. Uh, so, so I think in that sense, we are much better off now than we were 30 years ago or something like that. Another positive development in very recent years is the growing global awareness of the importance of this topic. I think I've seen a change over over quite a long time. Actually, I mean, I've been I've been in the in this uh, working on these issues for quite some time, many decades actually, and forest forest industry have more and more sort of people specifically assigned to work on these issues, which they didn't have for 20 years ago or something like that. So there's definitely over time been been an increased uh, interest, and I think that. Uh, everybody sort of realized that these biodiversity issues need to be taken seriously. And the forest certification sort of demands also is something that's really important for the forest industry so to sort of not to fil- fulfill the certification demands and, and they involve uh, biodiversity uh, conservation, of course. So I think that, uh, yes, I think there is increasing awareness and there's also a, a sort of 
global debate uh, debate about biodiversity in, in the recent years, which I think has sort of also influenced, uh, for example, uh, the way we look at this in the Nordic countries. Yeltain is also keen to point out that restoring forest areas must also be a key part in improving biodiversity. I think that we need to be more efficient when it comes to biodiversity conservation. We need to sort of plan this uh, set-asides and, and sort of reserves in a better way so that we create green infrastructure, which is a little bit tricky because there's diff- many different landowners involved and things like that. We also need to start restore uh, forest that has been degraded and um, we need to m- need to do that in a cost-efficient way and I think there are ways of doing it in a cost-efficient way and that would have great benefits, I think, to, to biodiversity. And maybe in some, uh, some cases we need to consider alternative uh, forest management methods, uh, continuous cover forestry and things like that that uh, some forest company has started to use a little bit and uh, in some occasions close to reserves and things like that that might might actually be a way to go and and then we need to sort of effectivize this these kinds of forest management to get better economy in them so what will the forests of the future look like 100 years from now will we have healthy sustainable forests uh, yes I'm, I must believe so, and I think uh, we have to make it uh, become that way. Uh, it won't come without effort, of course. Uh, I'm quite sure that we will see forests, I mean, uh, and uh, sustainable uh, in that way that they will certainly produce uh, timber and goods from them. They might look quite different from what, what we have today due to effects of climate change and, and things like that. We will certainly have lost some species from our forest. I'm quite sure about that. But uh, we might also have gained others that we'll sort of be able to establish in, in the Nordic countries due to warming climate, for example. So, I mean, in that sense, I have, I have good hopes that we will still have forests, but they will probably not be exactly the same forest that we have today. So yes, global biodiversity is clearly an issue worthy of the kind of media attention and concern that's being raised. We should point out, of course, that biodiversity fluctuations always happen. Species, genes, ecosystems, they all evolve and develop all the time, with new additions coming in and others going out. But the pace of change and biodiversity loss is greater than ever before. And things are being done about it. Restoration projects can improve biodiversity and win back from biodiversity losses. The Nordic region appears to have found a model that's reducing the rate of biodiversity loss. So the knowledge and capability is there to make sure that everyone can enjoy and benefit from the forests of the future and its rich raw material within. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Renewable Future from the Renewable Materials Company, Store Enso. We'd love to hear your feedback and ideas for new programmes or any comments you may have. Mail to podcast at storeenso.com.